0: Hello, and welcome to day eight of 12 Days of Biohacking Gifts. Today is all about microdosing. My goodness, this is like such a hot topic. Everybody's talking about this. And obviously, I had to include this in my giveaways for this holiday campaign this season. So before we dive into the episode for today and the interview, I just want to briefly go over the products that I will be giving away. The giveaway is now live on my Instagram account at biohackingbrittany, and you could win. So there's three different products that you can win. You will win all of them if you are chosen. And so the first one is the Microcybin Genesis product. This has, let's see, 125 milligrams of psilocybin in it. And it also has Shilajit and a couple of other things in it. You can also win the Macro MacroHeal, which definitely has more psilocybin in it, and that has 400 milligrams in it, as well as maca and cacao. And then last but not least, you can win Flow, which is a LSD microdosing product. So every time I talk about microdosing on my podcast or Instagram, I get so many questions about it and I get so many people interested. So If you want to win this microdosing bundle this season, go enter the giveaway right now. I will also put the link to the company below with my discount code so that you can try it out for yourself and also give it to other people this season. It is the gifting season. It is the season to help other people and give to those who you love. So I really suggest you try that. Stay tuned for tomorrow, which is day nine out of 12 for my holiday campaign this year. Okay, welcome to another day of 12 days of biohacking gifts. This one, I have a feeling is going to be super, super popular because we are talking about all things microdosing. We're talking about plant medicine and I am giving away a few different products. So the giveaway is now live on my Instagram account at Biohacking Brittany, which means that you can win these or you could win them and give them to someone else. There's also discount codes as well if you just want to buy it. So I'm giving away three different products. I'll just briefly go through them actually. This is Heal, which is actually one of my favorite products. This has got psilocybin in it, maca and cacao. And then Genesis, which has a which also has psilocybin in it, but it's less than this one. And then Flow, which is like one of the most popular products, and this is LSD microdosing. So we are going to get into this today. Welcome to the show. I'm talking to the team from Microcybin, who creates these products. So welcome for my long intro. <laughs> Thanks
1: for that great intro. I love that.
0: Yeah. For people listening who don't really understand what microdosing is, it's kind of becoming like a buzzword now. How would you describe it?
1: Yeah. Microdosing is taking a very small amount of psilocybin or LSD. You can take other psychedelic medis- medicines, but we'll focus on just those. That's what microcybin focuses on. So, yeah, taking a small amount of psilocybin, sometimes known as magic mushrooms, but we prefer psilocybin and yeah, LSD. And the amounts are so small that it's like people a lot of times have a misconception because they've heard of macrodosing doing bigger doses. Yeah. And that being really mind altering, right, and hallucinating and tripping and all these words that are associated with that. But microdosing really is, is not that at all. You're taking such a small amount that you might, you will, f- you'll feel some sort of state change. Maybe that's en- more energy. Maybe that's a feeling of euphoria. Maybe that's sometimes even like feeling like the anxiety that you might be working with kind of surfacing a little bit. So it's like some sort of state change happening, but uh, on a very subtle level, right? A very a le- level where you can feel it and you kind of work with it, right? And ideally, your mo- microdose, you can go to work. You can interact with your children. You can drive. You can do all these daily life things. And there's no worry that, you know, you're going to be impaired or something like that. We get that question a lot. And you're very much like you're in control. You're in the driver's seat, dialed in.
0: That's awesome. Yeah. I get a lot of the same questions when I talk about these types of things on Instagram, TikTok. And there's a lot of confusion, I guess I would say, on. How to use this and how to incorporate it into your daily life. And I think you're right. Like you can use this while you're working. You can take it while you're working. You can take it even for workouts. People do now, like they'll microdose with LSD before a workout. You can drive. There's also people who are taking it for anxiety and depression and that type of thing as well. So if someone was going to start, let's say they start with Genesis, which is like a very low dose of psilocybin. What type of protocol would you recommend? Would it just be on those days where you feel like you need a hit of creativity, or do you think it's more helpful to start with five days on, two days off protocol? Like, where would you begin?
1: Yeah, that's a great question. So, for beginning, we definitely recommend, in terms of getting the maximum benefit from microdosing, to like to create really like a, a neurogenesis experience. And neurogenesis is basically where you're taking. You're ingesting the psilocybin and basically the two hemispheres of the brain, you're helping to like balance those hemispheres. There's rewiring, repatterning happening in the brain. So ideally, it's when you're going into microdosing, you doing a protocol where you take it like five days on and then two days off. There's also a very popular protocol called the Stamets protocol. Mm -hmm. After Paul Stamets, that's four days on and three days off but we tend to recommend more of the five days on and then the two days off. The two days off is as important as the actual taking of the microdose, the five days, because it gives your brain a chance to rest and reset. And so yeah, it's equally as important. And we recommend doing that for like the five days on and the two days off for doing it around three months, three to six months, and trying to be consistent with that throughout Mm -hmm. the time, because it takes a while. As you know, our brains are plastic, right? And we can really like change and remodel them and all sorts of new habits and routines, but that takes time, right? So by doing working with the microdose over that extended period, it gives that chance to like really change those like deep grooves in the brain.
0: Yeah, I, I love that a lot. When I started, it was very uh, sporadic and more on the feeling of exactly kind of what I said, do I feel like I need this today? Do I feel like I need this support? And even though I did it randomly like that, let's say two or three times a week, I still felt such a shift and such a difference between the way I thought about things before and the way I thought about things after. And I was actually talking to somebody else from your team the other day, and we were kind of going through this. And I was explaining that you obviously feel something when you're on them, right? Like you have like an elevated mood and elevated focus or creativity, depends what you take but there's something that kind of happens when you're not on it. And for me, I've started to really figure out solutions to problems that like, I don't know if I would have gotten there as quickly without it, if that makes sense. And that's because there's new neural pathways that are created when you microdose with psilocybin. So the way that I like to explain that to people is like, if you, I mean, there's different ways to think about it, but if you have a piece of paper and there's a bunch of dots on the piece of paper and let's say there's 12 dots, right? And you always connect them in the same way. When you take psilocybin frequently, you, even when you're not on it, you actually start to connect the dots and draw between the dots in a different way that you didn't know was possible. And that's how it works in the brain. Like You are creating literally new neural pathways. And that's why you can come up with new solutions because... You just haven't even thought of that before. And it's so hard to kind of describe. I don't know if that made any sense, but that's how I think about it. And I've experienced it as well.
1: I really love the way that you phrased that. It's actually a really, for me, I immediately got the picture in my mind that you're talking about. And Mm -hmm. I think that's why a lot of people really love the creativity that can come from microdosing. Like you say, seeing new solutions to problems or things in your life, because instead of following those same dots, you're able to like Mm -hmm. find those other dots and a new path. And one thing that I wanted to mention, too, is in terms of a few things. So with the protocols, so if you have a little bit more experience with microdosing and or biohacking like yourself, you know, you can start maybe and doing it a little maybe it's not on a strict protocol that's like five days on two days off i think for the majority of people we recommend that but if you have like maybe a little more experience with biohacking or something like that maybe it is just on days that you're needing a little bit of a a spark or a pick-me-up or something like that or just being able to think of new solutions and stuff another thing too is with the lsd flow that is different. You're probably taking that only one to two times a week, right? So that's right. a different type of protocol. We're talking, when I say the five days on, two days off, that's more the mushrooms. So the mm. psilocybin typically, it can get a little bit more complicated. And I, I know that you want to keep it pretty simple in this podcast, but if you start combining the two and what protocols look like that, but oh. yeah, over, overall, I would say that, you know, with the mushrooms, if you can five days on, two days off the psilocy- or with the LSD, maybe like one to two times a week.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I like that a lot. I get a lot of questions about the LSD. So why can you only take it twice a week or once every four days? Is it that potent that you have to kind of work it out of your system and then you can take it again? Or like, what is the reason for that? Do you know?
1: Yeah, I would. I probably want to refer to one of my other teammates that maybe knows yeah. a little bit more about that specifically. It's like it gets gets a little bit more complicated. I've delved into like a lot of the science behind it, and it's yeah, just it starts mm-hmm. getting a little heady, right? Mm-hmm. I know that it's, you know they're both working on the serotonin pathways, and it's just the way that the LSD works on the serotonin pathway that it's better just to do it a little bit more infrequently.
0: Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, I like to do the LSD Monday mornings. I feel like that is. Prime like productivity. I need support. I want to focus. I want to have a clear mind, no brain fog. And then with psilocybin, it'll be maybe just other times throughout the week. So, have you tried some of the macro products? Like this one, the macro heal is like 400 milligrams of psilocybin, which is like definitely more than a microdose typically. So, have you tried this one?
1: Yeah, absolutely. I've definitely tried macro products and I really enjoy it after doing a microdosing protocol. Like for me, I, maybe like up to a month, just kind of pretty, pretty regimented. So I'm like really getting that neurogenesis effect and then maybe taking a week off. But within that week, maybe it's even two weeks off, but within that week or two, taking a macrodose and maybe it's just one of those 400 milligrams. Maybe it's two it really depends on you and your biochemistry and your kind of like your composition, what a, a macrodose is and kind of experimenting with. Know, what type of experience you really want to have, right? But it's really nice to take even just one of those. And mm-hmm. if you're doing a macro I so definitely give yourself some space. You know, go. A lot of people like nature. Go out in nature. And just have some just time and space, whatever that is for you, just to like kind of sink into the experience and mm-hmm. uh, trust that it's going to be beautiful.
0: Yes, I agree with that. I like to do the macro dose on the weekends, even like a Friday night. It feels really nice because there's like this energy around a Friday night that's very happy and calm and like almost like a safe space to do that. Whereas like, I don't think I would do it during a hectic work week. Like I would want, like you said, like I'd want to create space for it to really enjoy it and like feel the elevation and mood that I always feel from it as well.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And it really depends on the macro products. Like, I know for the giveaway, we're giving away the macro heel and like that's kind of like perfect for a Friday night. It's like a nice hug from the inside yeah. and it's like a very nourishing, the albino avery psilocybin and it, it's like very nourishing type of psilocybin. If you're taking the Jedi that has the penis mushroom, it's a little bit more, a, for a lot of people at least, like it's a more powerful experience, right? So it's going to be like a lot of energy. And things like that. So just time and context for everything.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's interesting because I've I've done the Jedi and I or I've taken it and I definitely feel different on it. Like I took and this is a microdose. Like I don't even know how much is in it. Maybe like one twenty five milligrams, maybe one fifty milligrams. But it's interesting that like you can have different mushrooms that give you psilocybin, which is the same like psychoactive ingredient. Yeah, because they have different origins, they feel so different in the body, right? Which is like, I didn't understand that until I started working with microcybin. It's like, I just thought psilocybin or psilocybin, no matter what, but no, it can feel and react very differently.
1: Yeah. I think that's something that we're really proud of too, is that creating products with that a lot of attention to detail, right? And thinking about these... You no, know, when we give it a name like Zen or Heal mm-hmm. or Jedi, like really like thinking about like, what does that name like embody? like, what type of mushrooms are we going to put into that formula, right? And the other ingredients as well. And yeah, so true. They're all different and used for different tools for different purposes, right?
0: Yeah, exactly. I love recommending Heal to women. I just feel like it's such a, it's the product that I feel the best on. And it it's just very gentle and the energy around it is almost like just very feminine in general. And I like have talked about this on my podcast, whereas like Jedi and there's also sport, which has like some caffeine in it, it very much feels like it puts me into my masculine mode. And as somebody who runs a business and is in my masculine energy so often, like Heal really just brings me back to my feminine self. And that's why I love it. And will always be the product I recommend for women for microdosing because of that.
1: I like how you put that. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. They can be geared a little more towards yeah, feminine energy and a masculine energy. And yeah, again, just deciding what you need that day even.
0: Yeah, exactly. Like You could feel like you need different things depending on your cycle and, and things like that as well. So which products do you currently use?
1: Yeah. Personally, I've been using the Zen actually. Yeah. And I've just been absolutely loving the Zen product. The, the same as the heel, it has the albino avery in it. And Yeah, I just find that it's good to start out with our Genesis product because I guess the lion's mane, the shilajit and the golden teachers. And it's just a form that's been created to kind of start you out so that you can like really build this relationship with the microdose and start to feel it a little bit more and build that awareness around it, I guess you could say. Mm -hmm. But then branching out into the specialty formulas and then you can start to, with the albino abri, it can be a little bit more subtle and you have to be able to have that ability to sense it a little bit more to like feel it and really connect with it. And, but when you do it, I love combining it with my yoga practice. I mean, it's a pretty apt mm. name, right? And yeah, just taking it first thing in the morning, empty stomach, maybe like a little bit of lemon and Ooh. then jumping on my mat. I have a 13 month old daughter. So sometimes that's a Aww. challenge. But even if I have like 10, 15 minutes, ideally longer than that, but kind of combining it with my yoga practice, it's. Amazing because when you're in that space where you can just like really breathe and feel, you can feel that Mm -hmm. kind of like when it kind of starts to come on board, I guess you could say, and it's subtle and it's pretty gentle, but it's, you can feel like all this noise that's going on from all this noise that we pick up from life, whether you're watching a show, you're out working, just in our environments, we're picking up noise from everything and kind of like helps like dim that noise so that you can just focus more and, or even like work with that noise or that anxiety, right? Pick out things, be like, oh, I feel that anger. Of take it, look at it, and it's like manageable, you know? So, yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. No, I love that. And especially with having a young kid, like the stress that obviously comes from that and how much busier you are now as a dad, as a new dad. Like, I imagine that it's one of the tools that you go to frequently to help support you with stress management and anxiety and like everything else that you might be feeling. And it's cool to kind of see it making its way into the new parent world, obviously slowly, but surely. But I think, yeah, I think we're getting to a point where people are looking at other tools to support them when managing things like this.
1: Yeah, I would say that for sure. And we get a lot Mm -hmm. of parents and people reaching out to us which is understandable and they're like I'm worried about microdosing cuz I don't want to be, you know, like this idea of being high in front of my child or not being able to look after them, right? And that's understandable that people would think that, but it's really not that at all, right? It's um mm-hmm. yeah, like I said it's subtle, but then also it's going to hopefully make you a better parent, right? It's going yeah. to help you work with the anxiety and the stress and uh yeah, it's be an asset for sure.
0: Yeah. It's almost like it's something to like take the edge off but you also get long-term benefits from it because of the way that it rewires the brain, and of course, it's not like having a drink or anything where there's like a lot of negative side effects, and you can then no longer actually be like fully present with your kids. So it makes a lot of sense that this is becoming something that's so popular, and especially in Canada, like it's nice to see shops starting to pop up. And I'm curious to see how this movement is going to change in the next five years. I think I heard that Alberta is the first province that's moving towards legalizing this. Do you know anything about that?
1: Oh, I don't know anything about that, actually, about Canada. I've heard it you know, in the States and I think Colorado just passed legislation Mm -hmm. and San Francisco, I'm pretty sure. But uh, actually, I haven't heard about that, about Alberta. But I feel like it's kind of inevitable. It's just a matter of like, how is it going to unfold, you know?
0: Yeah. And there's, there's definitely pushback from people who don't understand the benefits and how it works at this point. But this was the same thing that happened with cannabis, like five, 10 years ago. Right. There was a lot of pushback, but then there was a lot of like science that came out that said like, this is actually super helpful and people can turn to this for anxiety, depression, and that type of thing. So do you have any predictions like other than legalization for the next like five, 10 years for compounds like this?
1: It's a good question. I, one thing I will mention that we've been talking about as a team kind of internally is this idea of the, I think it's called the Overton effect. And to kind of sum that up, it's basically this point where I think it could be called the tipping point as well, but it's like when something gets to this point, basically where, you know, hits mainstream consciousness enough and the, the opinion about it shifts, Right. So in Canada, cannabis is a really good example of that, where I think I saw something like 75 to 80% of Canadians, you know, use marijuana, in some capacity, right? It's hit that tipping threshold. Whereas when I was young, I remember it was like the devil's lettuce and you don't touch it and <laughs> yeah. all this. I, I'm yeah. only 34, right? So That's it's funny. it's interesting in, in that small amount of time and yeah. you know, people are definitely opinions are starting to shift even with microdosing and psilocybin, these psychedelic medicines. and next five to 10 years, I mean, I can't make an exact prediction, but I do know that it is permeating throughout mainstream consciousness a lot more and people are becoming mm-hmm. interested in it. And it is a medicine for the future for sure.
0: Yeah, I agree with that. I keep seeing different articles coming out on athletes and all these different types of professionals turning towards it. So I think as we kind of break this barrier and like get a deeper understanding of how we can use it in society. I think it's just going to become more popular. And I know how popular it is because the amount of messages that I get every single time I post about microdosing is like unlike anything else. It's like so many people are like I'm dealing with stress, anxiety, depression. I you know, struggle getting out of bed in the morning. I'm going through a divorce, whatever it is and like these people really need support. So it's awesome that this is really becoming popular because I think a lot of people could really, really benefit from it.
1: Yeah. Especially at this time and within microsybin, but then just me personally and people that know that I'm in this space. Yeah. I've had like friends and family, like from all walks of life, all ages and Mm. stuff, reach out to me, asking questions, sending me like really like personal stuff too about their lives and, and then getting them to try microdosing onto a protocol or something like that. And Just seeing the shifts that it's making in their life. So it's been, yeah, it's been really cool to see that.
0: I love that. I love that so much. So if someone's listening and they try the products and they like it, and do you think there's like a point where I guess you can stop using the products? Do you think you get to a point where you no longer really need the psilocybin or the LSD because like you've healed and you've like, hit this different point of like, I guess, consciousness or like how, or do you think it's something that you can just kind of go back to for the rest of your life?
1: It's a great question. Yeah. I think healing, like healing doesn't necessarily have an endedness to it. Right. Mm -hmm. When we think of healing, it's like that we're going to somehow fix all of our issues and our anxieties and (laughs) stuff like that. I don't know about you, but in your journey, it sounds like it, but yeah, I just, you know, it's a continual journey, right. You're always working on that. Mm -hmm. And so I, a lot, I mean, a lot of people's experiences like with microcybin, is that you might use it for three to maybe six months. You get a lot of the benefits of this neurogenesis that we're talking about, this repatterning in the brain, better habits, better routines, feeling better in general. And then you might never need to come back to the medicine. Yeah. Like you just have got gotten enough from it. And like those benefits will stay, like you're creating those deep grooves, those deep changes in the brain. And it stays, right? It's not like when you're on an SSRI or some different things that it's maybe more of a a little bit more of a band-aid effect, right? Where it's not, you know, Mm -hmm. creating the the healing long-term. Whereas like these medicines are like helping to like change you on a a cellular level, like on deep inside your brain, right? And the deep pathways of your neurons and all of that, which is really so fascinating. I think like for me, like my experience, I've done, you know, three to six-month protocols and I'll take a few months off. I might even take like three months off. I've taken six months off. But I like to come back to it and then, you know, explore it again and I think a lot of people might have that that type of relationship with it, especially if you're like really into biohacking and like continually like growing and improving, but for some people, you know what, they might just have like a specific thing that they're working on in their life and then they kind of work with that and then they're just done. So, yeah, different journeys.
0: Yeah, I agree with you. I don't think like you're ever healed fully. Like I think It is a journey and it's like something that you basically work on for your entire life. But I do agree that you can come back to microdosing and a lot of people step away and they come back. And that's kind of the beauty of it is like, you can use this for a while, maximize your benefits, do a five-day, two-day protocol, whatever it is, and then come back at a time, maybe when you're a new parent, or maybe something has really drastically changed and you're like, okay, I actually need support again you know and i really really love that because there's so many supplements out there that try to convince you that you need to be on them for your entire life <laughs> you only get the benefit if you're on this for 20 years great so i appreciate the honesty to be honest yeah
1: yeah it's a you know integrity in a in a world where mm-hmm. yeah it's a, a lot of times about making money and not necessarily putting people's actual health at the forefront right whereas microcytins really focused on that
0: Yeah, exactly. So my last question for you, and I don't know if you know this answer, but how do you think microdosing compares to things like ayahuasca?
1: That's such an interesting question. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So my experience with ayahuasca, I went to Peru and did a few ceremonies down there. And, oh, it's like, it's a master, master teacher. And it's a Usually, like a very powerful experience. Like anytime, like, you know, you're taking these bigger doses with whether it's ayahuasca or even a bigger dose of, you know, mushrooms. I guess, like, ayahuasca and, and mushrooms are obviously very different. A lot of times with ayahuasca, you know, have shamans and people guiding you through the experience, but it's very much like it's like a big experience that is, is kind of like overwhelming a lot of times and hard to almost like ingest and digest mm. the whole experience. And it can take, I know, for me, after doing ayahuasca, it took like Yeah, gosh. I mean, to this day, I feel like I'm still digesting it seven and a half years later, but, um, so it it takes a while, definitely the first few years. Right. But with microdosing, it's just, it's smaller amounts and it's just more, it's like a daily thing and it's more manageable. Right. So it's not this like overwhelming, like giant Mm -hmm. peak life experience. It's just this, these, this little thing that compounds daily. And Mm -hmm. then you kind of like, look back, you do it for three months, you look back and like, Oh my gosh, like, look at all these all these, Individual days and like mm-hmm. the big changes that I made. So, yeah, I like the microdosing for that, for the digesting, being able to digest the experience. But you know what? Going on an ayahuasca experience or having like a, a bigger macrodose experience, it has a time and place. It's just, you know, what's the right, yeah. again, kind of the right tool for the job at the right time.
0: Yeah, I really like that. I think ayahuasca has become so popular that it kind of makes me. Like I haven't done it, but I'm very interested in doing it. And I've been interested in doing it for a couple of years, but I don't love how it's kind of become, I don't want to say Westernized, but almost it has. It doesn't feel as authentic and respectful to the plant medicine as it once was. And so I think if people are going to do ayahuasca, I really encourage people to do it in a setting That is natural to where ayahuasca is from, that is with a shaman, that is like actually like proper and not just in some sort of like Airbnb in LA type of idea. Do you know what I mean? It's like, let's do this like respectfully. But in terms of how it works versus microdosing, I totally agree with what you said. I almost think microdosing is a really nice way to ease into plant medicine. And not that it's like a gateway, but it kind of is like, it's just a nice way to ease into it. And then if you're called to ayahuasca to do something bigger and like fully have an out-of-body experience, And that is a completely different discussion.
1: Yeah, I really, yeah, I fully resonate with that. And that's interesting how you phrased it, like a gateway, right? And you hear about these, you know, a gateway drug is like, you know, marijuana, then you're doing cocaine or whatever it is. But (laughs) yeah, yeah, I think microdosing is a good gateway into introducing your body and your consciousness to these medicines. And then moving into things like ayahuasca, if you feel called to it, really a lot of this too, is like feeling called to these medicines and your body. There's a deeper intelligence there that we don't even know. Some people call it intuition. Whatever you want to call it, but there's a deeper intelligence there that we all have. And then it kind of tells you when you're ready to work with these medicines too.
0: Yeah, exactly. That's what almost every single person I've talked to who's done ayahuasca says is like, don't do it unless you're called to do it. Because I think, and again, I'm speaking of someone who's never done it, but I think if you go into it with the wrong intentions, I don't know if you would have the best experience or see things that you should see. Like I imagine like it would be almost like a little scary to go into it without fully being ready emotionally.
1: Yeah. I think it's just one of those things that, yeah, it's almost like the plants will call you when you're ready and you just know it. It's just, it's hard to explain. It's just, you just know it inside. And if you're not ready, I've had people, I've heard about people that, yeah, weren't ready, but you know, somebody told them they should do it. And then they went in and they actually didn't drink the medicine, but didn't actually have an experience even at all.
0: Wow. Because it was like,
1: it wasn't their time. And they had the same brew as everyone else, people that were having really strong experiences, right? So that can happen as well. It's like when it's your time, it's your time.
0: Yeah. You really do have to be open to it and be ready to receive mother ayahuasca, as they say. But I think this is awesome. And I think people who are listening to this, I think they are on that journey of being open to plant medicine, right? Like whether it's through my channel, or they found this or the podcast or YouTube, whatever it is, there's a reason that more and more people are kind of turning to plant medicine. And so I really encourage everybody listening or watching to explore that further, if you feel like that is something that could actually really help you because it's, it's really helped me and it's helped a lot of people in my life as well.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I definitely Mm -hmm. encourage reach obviously your wealth of knowledge in this people reach out to you or to uh, microsybin and yeah, we're really trying to create protocols and education and help people in a big way with this. And it's not just about selling products and making a bunch of money or anything like that, right? It's that we really do care. So, yeah, yeah. reach out.
0: Exactly. Well, thank you so much for coming on. This has been great. Again, if anyone wants to enter the giveaway, it's live now, it's up for seven days only. <laughs> so, one week, you can go to my Instagram and enter. And Microcycling will be linked in the show notes. It'll be linked everywhere. You'll be easily be able to find it. But yeah, thank you for coming on. This was awesome.
1: Yeah, it was such a pleasure to talk with you, Brittany. Thank you.